Welcome to Design Speaks. This lovely podcast is brought to you by a graphic design geek and a regular human being, aka a non-designer. We're here to chat about music, pop culture, cool places, and basically whatever we feel is relevant. I'm Brandy C. And I'm Michelle. And you're listening to episode 51 of Design Speaks. Welcome to it. Welcome. 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 This week we will be talking about spec work, what it is, and why Brandy hates it. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> I'm excited. Me too. We're be- almost officially one years old. One week away. Technically this is our one year, but like you said last week, we missed out on a week, so... Because but then you convinced me that we were like know, on track or something. I, Don't confuse me. Here's the thing. I'm so bad at math. I'm so bad. I'm like, no, that's totally right. So right? am I. So I'll be like, sure, if you <laughs> said so. Today, I got shortchanged at Starbucks. And I know that I got shortchanged like, because they said the coffee was 210. And I gave them a five. And they gave me 210 back. Uh, so I know. I was like. That's an easy one. That, that's I'm like deducing that that is not correct and so I walk in I'm like hey um I don't want your drawer to be off but I also don't want to be shortchanged this is what happened and they're like oh yeah I'm so sorry about that how much do you need back and I'm like you are asking your the job. wrong person they're, right? like, they're like 80 cents I'm like um maybe no. I don't know and like it took me all the way until I got <laughs> back into my car to realize that yeah that was the correct amount I needed back which 80 cents oh my gosh and I was like was that right did I needed like a, did I need another dollar no no it was 80 cents okay okay it was 80 cents the worst thing in my <laughs> life is is adding together the, the like the total with the tip line oh I'm so bad at that I'm like calculator nope. on my phone yep <laughs> that's how much it's the worst yeah and i never give like extra cents like i just give like one two three four five dollars i want to give extra cents to like let the final amount be even but then my brain goes you don't want to do that math. that's too hard <laughs> you're just gonna get it wrong and you're gonna give them thirty dollars and one cent so this may or may not be the official one year <laughs> We'll find out later on down the line, and we'll be like, oh, yeah, that was it. Whatever. So we're just going to say next week is going to be our happy birthday episode. Yeah, happy birthday to us next week. Um, This week has been fun. I have been, I've been like a giddy schoolgirl waiting for this past week. Um, So my um, fun things, I got a roommate. That's my first things first. I got a roommate. Not you. Like my my husband, my family you, and I you. got <laughs> like, a roommate. Um, I have my husband, but now also, I have a roommate. Makes but, it sound yeah. sort of like odd. Our family <laughs> got a roommate. Um, she just moved in last night. So we just had like our first night together and it's been fine. I feel bad because all we have is like a room for her and she doesn't have a I lot mean, of she's stuff. She's a roommate, not a... Not a housemate. I mean, she is technically. She can use the shower. That's fine. Please do actually. Um, So, but she has like I. I think she's like my spirit animal because she has twenty five house plants in this tiny little room, (laughs) and I'm like, yes, the oxygen's gonna be so great in there. Thank you. You're like, I feel a little lightheaded. I think I need to go to the greenhouse, (laughs) just into her room, just sit there for a while. Clear my mind and oxygen levels. Anyway. Maybe she can teach us a few things about keeping plants alive. I know. I'm like Actually, about... Actually, you've been pretty good, haven't you? I've the been ones... all right. I have a succulent that's like 
in dire need of some help. Oh. So I might actually hand it over to her and be like, um, fix it, please, because it's not this getting your housewarming presents. Yeah, welcome. Um, in with here, <laughs> keep this thing alive. Um, and then the Super Bowl this year, I actually watched. I, wa- I don't watch the Super Bowl. I usually go to a friend's house for a Super Bowl party, but we we take it literally in that we have big bowls of cereal, super bowls. Right. I remember that. Did you do that again this year? Um, No, because my friend that I usually go to had a baby. And I had the privilege of being with her when she gave birth. That's a Um, big deal. It was a big deal. It was also 3 a.m. It was 3 (laughs) a.m. At least it was your day off. It was. Oh, I know. Praise the Lord, because (laughs) it was a crazy weekend. So I got to be with her for that. That was like an absolute honor. It was so cool to be there. And it's not the first birth I've been at, but it's just special. Like this little human being Mm -hmm. entering the world and welcome, little one. And you celebrated by watching... The Super Bowl! The whole thing, but mostly. You did watch the whole thing? I watched the entire thing. And I'm kind of glad because I watched history. I know. This is the first year I haven't watched the Super Bowl. (laughs) And you're like, oh, things happen. Great. (laughs) Most of the people that have Super Bowl parties are like football people. And yeah. And so we'll go. And I understand football. I like to watch it. I understand it. You know, but this year I was like, I don't really care about the Super Bowl. And then I was like, oh, dang, it's the Eagles. Yeah, eh, they're probably going to lose. <laughs> and then they didn't. And then they didn't. And, and it was, was a... so sad. I didn't watch. And I'm not like a football person. I grew up with football. All of my brothers played football. I had to go to every football game. I know how football works. I was never the cheerleader. My sister was. But I know how everything mm-hmm. works. I know the game. I Usually the roar of the cl- of the crowd lulls me to sleep and I take a good nap. This time <laughs> I stayed awake. I watched the entire thing. And it was a close game. It was a good game, um, obviously. And you don't live in it under a rock. Right. But I was mostly <laughs> in it for JT. And we've known this for how many weeks? Three weeks that we've talked about this oh on the show? Gosh. In a row, I think. It, probably, probably. <laughs> but I was like a giddy schoolgirl because I was like, if this was happening, like if Super Bowl Sunday, just for whatever reason, was actually on a Monday or a Tuesday and it was during work, I would stay home from work to watch this. I do not doubt that one. I, I would. I stayed up late afterwards to watch him on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon because Jimmy Fallon um, broadcasted like live. aren't they? Yeah, well, they broadcasted live from Minneapolis, yeah. Minnesota. And so he had um, Justin Timberlake on. Justin opened the thing, the whole show with supplies. And then <laughs> and then they had him on. It's an interview. It's like this crazy scandal right now. I don't even care. It's not a scandal. It's just there's an uproar. People, haters got to hate. And so they like hate what? Um, he did a tribute to Prince. Oh, so I, I have to apologize. I wasn't feeling well. All you day, didn't watch it, and I didn't watch it yet. It's fine. So he did a tribute to Prince. He made Minnesota turn purple. And the thing is, Prince is from Minnesota. Prince yeah. is his favorite artist. He wanted to honor him. Why not? Um, what's wrong with that? There's a bunch of there's a bunch of people throwing fits, and I don't know if it's disrespectful of me to even say that they're crazy and just being dumb, but that's how I feel. Um, but what I, is their, I, I, guess, I guess, I don't know if I we're guess getting when, too off track here, but I'm just curious, like, what's what's their opposition? So when Prince was alive, he made a statement because there was a, um, there was a person who performed live with her, I think her dad, but her dad had died, so it was like, it was like a... Who's dad? I can't remember who it was, honestly, in this moment. I'm okay. a bad storyteller. Um, so 
he was being asked, like, when would you ever like to do that with someone where it's like um, they've passed on, but like you have their you have their stem files, which for people who don't know music, stem file is like the the actual file of you singing. Like it's it's the recording of you singing. It's like um, the raw photo yes, file. Yes, it's the ra- it's the raw, yeah. Okay. And so you, they have like a stem file generally usually and they can, you know, you sing along with it. You sing with them and then sometimes oh, they Oh, kind of like Nat King Cole and Natalie King Cole Yeah, kind of so thing. you can project um a hologram or you can, you know, have them projected onto something mm-hmm. or whatever okay. like they did with Michael Jackson. Yeah, 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 I get it. Um and so he did that with Prince, but it was he was projected onto this huge purple like scrim or sheet or something it looks so cool and he turned like everything in minnesota in the super bowl turned purple like it was Uh, it was like a tribute moment to prince and he wanted to honor him but prince was when prince was alive he was asked would you ever want to do that and he was like no that's demonic i don't think you should do that and i would never want that done for me and so people are mm. like, this isn't what Prince would have wanted. Blah. Like, I mean, he would have s- had to get rights from someone in order to be able to do that. Yeah. So presumably. he got. There's he, no way he could have done that without someone's permission. Right. He got the raw stem files. He got the he got actual footage from, I think, Purple Rain. And when it was projected on and the the audio was synced up with him on the screen, it fit perfectly. And so some people are just going to, you know say it's not cool but i, I it. thought it was a re- i get it. any of those people members of his actual family i, have, I don't think so i'm like because if not then i mean and and here's the thing <laughs> i don't know maybe that's um, rude <laughs> prince was a really really strong jehovah's witness uh-huh and yes. so he was very very adamant about specific things i don't know if that's one of them honestly i mean here we can kind of like end it on this like i feel like if if it was a thing to him he, if it was that strong of a thing, he would have put it in his will and his family members would have respected that yeah. and it wouldn't have happened. Right. And I think he had so much creative control he, over right, his I was music. I going to say, yeah, he was so specific about lots of things. That I don't know that that would have let, he would have let that fly yeah. even after death. So I don't know. People are in a But it was really great. It was a the whole I, thing. You weren't disappointed. His I, voice didn't crack. None of that nonsense. No, I, I was really proud of him. It was weird to say. Nine-year-old me freaking out but um (laughs) because he used i loved how he used all of the football field i love that he didn't go over the top he didn't bring anybody in with him it was it was was, justin i was hoping minus prince minus prince um so i loved it i I loved it people other people like well that was underwhelming i'm like you are why things suck (laughs) no you're why things suck (laughs) so i loved it um that being said my song of the week of course is jt he just released his man of the woods album it just dropped on february 2nd and i love it you have yet to listen to it the whole way through yeah i've listened to i've probably listened to about six of the songs and not in any real order Mm -hmm. so yeah this one is by justin timberlake featuring chris stapleton it's called say something Everyone knows all about my direction And in my heart somewhere I wanna go there Still I don't go there Everybody says say something Say something Say something Say something Say something Say something I don't wanna get caught up in the rhythm of it But I 
Is Chris Stapleton country? Chris Stapleton is country. He likes um, he likes doing duets with country people. So it's the same guy. Oh, is it so the same guy? So you were introduced okay. to Chris Stapleton through Justin Timberlake. Um, he sang the song at the CMAs. Chris Stapleton had just won, I think, like best breakout artist of the year. Okay. And um, Justin Timberlake did a duet with him for one of Chris Stapleton's songs called Tennessee Whiskey or something like okay, that. Okay, that's why I know and that. Kenny's family is very, moly. very country, and they made me watch that. It, it was revolutionary. And I was like, wow, that's not bad. Like I got chills up and down. <laughs> it's pretty, like it was pretty good. I loved it. Um, so he has, fe- he has him featuring on this song, and it it couldn't be a more perfect album to bring Chris Stapleton in on. Um, Man of the Woods. If you look at the cover art, the album art, mm-hmm. album art, album art, cover if, art, um, same thing. It mm-hmm. works interchangeable. Yeah. Um, if you look at that. You can kind of, I feel like you can get an idea of what this album is supposed to be. And he's said it too, like he's spelled it out for us as well, saying that this album, Man of the Woods, is about his family, first Mm -hmm. and foremost, as well as where he's from. And he's from Memphis, Tennessee. He's from, like, Memphis is like the, you know, backwoods and (laughs) a little bit, you know. Um, not Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit more. A little bit not Nashville. A little bit not Nashville. Nashville. I just, Nashville. you know, got back to, from Tennessee. It's Nashville. Not Den- It's not Nashville. It's Nashville. Um, so I feel like this is the perfect album to bring them in, bring them on because it has that little, it has that flair. That's awesome. And I love this song because it's exploring his roots and introducing us to new things. That's what he likes to do. That is one thing I definitely respect about him is not only that he's talented, but there's lots of talented people, but that he's constantly reinventing himself while staying true to himself. And all the people, musicians that I respect the most have that in common. So that's great. And that's my song. Yay! Hooray! Well, that was an exciting day for you. That's like, that day was as exciting as your whole week. Oh, man, it was was that exciting. I loved it so much. Um, I, on the other hand, uh, can't really think of anything really that sticks out from the week, but um, I'm going to start trying to do something a little bit different for my segment, and because I, on my Instagram and just in my life, I tend to want to slash just I have a compulsion to find inspiration everywhere, and we've talked about inspiration that. Inspiration of everything. Yeah. Um, and the, on... In, design your life. The inspiration episode. Yeah, designing my life. Um, so I'm just going to start talking every week, like what I found that week, or what I saw, or read, or watched, or heard that inspired me. Um, so, I like that a lot. Yeah. So if there's anything super relevant that was going on in my week that I feel like I need to share, I'll share that. But it's not just going to be like, hey, what'd you do this week for me? <laughs> right, right, right. Um, because. I think that it's much more fun and much more me, I think, in this context to talk about what's what inspired me. So um, this week, so I finally finished reading the book you got me for Christmas Yay! by Ray Dunn called, it's just France. It's like, a, I don't remember what the subtitle is, it's like an inspirational journey or yeah. something like that. Yeah. It's but, just um, like things from France that yeah, it's a people really like you cute, would enjoy. It's a really cute book. Basically, um, the intro to the book is, is her just saying like, uh, I think it was Spain. She went to Spain once and they like lost all of her her luggage or her camera or something. Um, I hope she's not listening to this because I obviously didn't memorize <laughs> her intro. But they lost something. She didn't have a camera, but she had a sketchbook. And so she basically used, 
She's not a. Oh, she didn't great. think she was like a great artist, but she used her sketchbook to to take the memories that she would have otherwise used her camera for. Right. So, but this book is is not that trip. This book is Paris, but she kind of kept that going. Mm. And so for this one, she used photographs as well as um, watercolors and like pencils to capture things that inspired her. And she is like a girl after my own heart because she she captures things the way I do. Like this color, this um, dessert, and she would draw it and watercolor it and put the colors that it was. And like, oh, that's I cool. Like these a palette. Colors. Yeah. yeah, this color palette. Or just the, the, like, the croissants and the shades of brown that they were. Um, she took a picture of this one street in Paris that had these really interesting, like, just directional lines for traffic or something but then she was like found this inspiration and then she she's a ceramicist which means she makes like ceramic pottery and stuff Mm -hmm. um as well as being like a an artist in other ways but she was like i found this inspiration and then i made this and it's a pot with those lines from that picture that she had so i think it was just really cool to me that um she in a way thinks the way i do and takes actual things that she sees in, in 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 stuff that she's just around and like really internalizes it and figures out how she can use it later. Yeah, so and being it's all Paris. Yeah, so um, it was a really it, it shouldn't have taken me as long as it did to get through it, but I'm also trying to do a million other things, You're a and I wanted <laughs> to really like be focused on what right. I was no, reading when sense. I was reading it. So it was really great. So that was very inspiring this week. Um, so yeah, if you are interested in it, it's an awesome book and it's really pretty and the cover's really cool. It's again, it's called France by Ray Dunn. R A E is her first hey. name. Hey. Dunn is D U N N. It's my aunt's name. Um, aunt Ray. R A E. Oh, I love it. It's so great. Um yeah, so that was that was it. The only other thing that I really wanted to share with you guys today is my song. Um I just I literally ran like randomly came across this band today on Spotify and already have been playing this one song like by all accident day long. yeah I don't even remember I was I think I was reorganizing my playlist or something and this I just saw this and I liked their name oh <laughs> so I was like that sounds like a name I'm that like like I might like them, and I do. So um, the song is called San Francisco, Mm -hmm. and it's by a band called The Mowgli's. So I hope you like it.
love. It reminds me of high school. I love it so much. It's got that it's punk rock. me. It's got the punk rock feel. It's got my brass section in there. But it also feels it. a little bit hippie 60s. Yeah. Just a little, a little bit. This much, like a smidge. Yeah. I feel that. And honestly, I've li- I listened to a good chunk of, a, of a, a couple of their other albums, and they have that like like 60s chorusy type thing going. Yeah. And it's just really fun. And strangely enough, I'm going to actually be going to San Francisco in like two or three weeks. Yay! Which is awesome. And I've decided that I guess I just like all songs that are called city names. Yeah. We've got like Portland, Portland Maine, Maine and San I don't know. Francisco. San Francisco. There's got to be New something York, else. New York, New York. New York, New York. Oh, you did play that, huh? Um, I mean, there was probably another one too. I feel like. Oh, you played New York, New York by Frank Sinatra. Not Frank the, Sinatra. Not the on the town New York, New York. Correct. It's a wonderful town. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, so there's probably been at least a half a dozen <laughs> that are like I like this one because city it's, names, and this was just a pure coincidence. But I'm like in love with this song. I'm curious to see who is in this band, who they're influenced by, and if they've been in anything before because they sound way too familiar. Yeah, but maybe it's just because they're awesome. They're just good. They're just good. I I like want that on my playlist because it sounds like so much fun. Yeah, sidebar. I guess I did finish. I don't remember if I said this or not. I did finish the the audiobook Hitmakers. Oh, you didn't say that. So I did that like two weeks ago. And you say that um, one of the really cool things is just a complete sidebar. <sighs> um, one of the really interesting things about that is Hitmakers is the science of popularity. It's what the book is about. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that he says is like people like things they are familiar with Mm -hmm. and so like even if this is zero people or zero things that we know know. it's because they the best hit makers know how to basically be a cook of sorts a chef of taking samplings from different things and making it sound new while feeling totally familiar yeah and that's and that's exactly how i feel that reminds me of every high school concert I went to because (laughs) I was a ska girl yeah like I went to every ska concert and we have a very we had a very small ska scene there was like a revival Mm -hmm. in the early 2000s um, and I was a part of it but it still wasn't huge and so we were like bringing in like super like underground bands Mm -hmm. to this really tiny venue I had a ska band play at my graduation concert (laughs) that's what that sounds like to me there's no upbeat so it's not ska or even reggae but it has a brass section and that's what gets you like feeling like that's it I love it I love it so much so um, yeah found another new band the Mowgli's (laughs) two weeks in a row do they like the jungle book I don't know yeah (laughs) it's fun to try and they're their artwork looks a little hippie, so... Oh, yeah. It's... It looks very hippie. Yeah, and, and like I said, some of their other music has that vibe, and you can barely catch it in this one, but That's I like it a lot. And it was just... I don't know. what it, it was just like talking about love and happiness and... Well, do that's, you feel love? And I don't know. It it's going to be great today. a really awkward transition because that's not what we're talking about today. We're not talking about love? Love, happiness, feeling good oh, because... What are we talking about? Well, <laughs> um, a few weeks ago, we had a little bit of a... We had a meeting. It was a productive meeting talking about upcoming episodes. What are you going to talk Planning. about? Planning. Planning. And you were like, ooh, we should do an episode on spec work. And I was like, English, please. What's spec work? <laughs> and so Doing your job. I basically, I still, in, in this moment, and not super clear what spec work is, I'm about to find out because I'm going to ask you. But I also know that you, like, 
you got fiery. <laughs> like, you got feisty. And you over... didn't even let me explain it. No, you were like, like, stop. No. Save it for radio. Like, don't talk to me about this right now. <laughs> we want it to be authentic. authentic. <laughs> there you go. Um, organic, authentic. So just so you guys know, this is for real. Like, she was like, don't, don't tell me because I'm going to ask you on air. Yeah. And I was so like, okay, fine. What is spec work and why are you so unhappy with it? So you've you've never heard the the term? No, I mean maybe I have, but I've never been. I've never bothered to ask what it is. Okay, so um, it it can kind of manifest in different in different forms. Um, one like the easiest way to kind of put what like the probably the most well known scenario is um, so spec is short for speculative. Okay, it's like like I'm. Let me just tell you. So if somebody um, says, calls me up and says, hey, I, I was hoping you could do a logo for me. And I say, okay, that's great. Um, you know, let's talk. Let's do this stuff. And then the, the next thing they say is, um, I don't have, I don't really have any money to pay you, but um, I I can put, I'll have, the logo will be like on, on billboards and business cards and stuff. And when people ask me who did it, I'll give them your name. So you'll get exposure and you'll get referrals. I'm paying you in getting your name out there. In zero dollars. Okay. And I can say, great, I'm going to pay my electric bill in your referrals. <laughs> and in your, you know, Brandy did this stamp. Yeah. Of so, approval. <laughs> yeah. So that's one thing. So spec, spec work is basically um, work that that's free, essentially. And so there's... It's a trade for something that's not comparable. In hopes of getting paid sometimes, too. So there's also something that's really sneaky that a lot of people do that makes me super angry. Design competitions, like logo competitions, where it's like, hey, everybody, we're a radio station and we need a new logo. And if you're a designer, send us your work. Whoever wins gets their logo to be the one that's our logo and usually doesn't get paid. Sometimes we'll get paid, but it's just we'll give you the notoriety of being the one that got chosen. And if you're paid, you're the only one that gets paid. And you know what? I before ask me five years ago, I'd have been like, yeah, that's awesome. That's so it'd be so that's such a great opportunity is how it's spun. But since I have now worked in radio, I've seen things that are sponsored because I worked in 501c3 nonprofit mm. listener supported radio. And that was just a thrown out there. That just came to me. So yeah, this no, no, no. Aimed at anyone no, no, in particular. No. <laughs> but this is how I can personally relate to you. But um, if you hear that a radio station is listener supported, I'm telling you, they are listener supported. And so they, re- they rely on people. They don't have money, they're in the hole. They're mm-hmm. in the red by almost a million dollars because it costs that much to run a radio station. So the radio station I worked at was constantly like, Hey, if you do this for us, we'll say you sponsored this hour of traffic and we'll just say your name this hour or that we use this thanks to this so-and-so business for sponsoring this hour of radio. Mm -hmm. And that's all it is. You get zero dollars, but you get them saying your name on the radio. So in in that case, like it can possibly be because and maybe the radio wasn't the best example because that is an opportunity for free advertising for your business. So that's that's not like a comp. That's not that's not the same thing as like a hey, you know, here's a bunch of designers who are just throwing work at you, and then we pick a winner. But it's it's exposure. But yeah. I don't. But now that I'm 
through that and I've done it and I know it and I know what it can profit the person, Mm -hmm. I know that it's not comparable. And it's not enough. And um, so there's that. There's also... um, I understand spec work. I get it. (laughs) Yeah. So there's also like um, internships, Mm. free work for free. It's like, okay, yes, you're getting hands-on experience, but I'm actually doing work for you. Right. Like, I should be getting money for this. For this. I can't get a job <laughs> because I'm working for you for no dollars. Mm-hmm. Like, how is that How is that okay? Um, so the other thing that's like, it's hard for people to understand um, why spec work, especially in the, um, in the realm of basically competing for business, which is competitions or places like Fiverr. I'm just calling them out because... It's ridiculous. It's like, okay, how much money do you have to spend? Oh, I have like $500 for a whole branding package and all the stuff. And all these poor, unsuspecting designers who don't have any clue what they're worth. And they get on there and it's like, okay, well, how many how many options would you like to see, Michelle, who has $500 and is going on Fiverr? And you say, "Uh, I could probably see like 50 designs. That'd be great. Oh my gosh. And so... Is that a joke? That's not even close to a joke. Absolutely not. Oh my gosh. So 50... 50? 5-0 designers will send fully done logos to you and you get to go... I like this one. I will pay you. It drives me insane. I will pay you and only you because I liked yours. That's like saying, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build a house and um, I'm going to call 10 different contractors and have all of them build 10 different houses on their dime, on their time, and then whichever one I like, that's the one I'll pay. So do you blame the person who's buying off of Fiverr or do you blame the designer that has signed up to be a part of Fiverr or whatever website that is? Yes. Oh, both of them. Both. I blame. I'm. I'm. I more blame um, the culture that we developed that has devalued creatives because, like we've talked about before, no one. Just like the contractor thing, people are probably laughing in their cars, going, "No one would do that." Right. What contractor in his right mind would? You know, it's the same thing. Creative work is is worth something it's valuable and it's valuable but people go oh it's just they just threw something together on their computer it took them like 15 minutes why should i have to pay them for that it's kind of like the high school that undervalues performing arts it's all of that every kind of artistic thing that is that is not like a it starts it's what i'm saying is it starts from grade school oh yeah because i i mean i did go to a grade school that had three freaking gyms for all of the sports. And what did we have for performing arts? A hole in the wall <laughs> that was in one of the gyms. Like, that's what we had. And I did go to a poorer high school and I, middle That's school. irrelevant. Even the bigger ones but do the same thing. It's just absolutely insane. And it was hard. It was rough. We did not get a lot of funding. Yeah, so, I I mean, overall, the, the big, like, hate the world answer is I blame culture. But other than that, it's like, okay... Business owners, seriously, like pay up. You're not gonna ask the person who's coming to paint your walls in your new coffee shop. You're not gonna get seven different paint businesses to come and each paint a wall each, and not pay any of them until you've decided which one you want to mm-hmm. use. Mm-hmm. How does that make 
any logical sense. Like this is no different. And if you have any designers worth their salt, like they're doing a crap ton of work to get you something. And then you're like, actually, I went ahead and picked this other one. But thanks for your thanks time. Thanks so much. Good luck. Have fun. Have fun with that. You can put it in your portfolio, though. I'll let you put that in your portfolio. That's another thing. That's another I'll, thing that's that, like oh, you have to give them the approval to do no, so? No. That's another thing that they try to get you with on spec work. If you do this for me for free, it'll be something for your portfolio. That was good experience. It's good experience. <laughs> so here's the other thing. It's like I have done pro bono work. And if you don't know what pro bono work is, it's work for free for nonprofits. Okay. Now, the caveat here, caveat here is that if a designer wants to do work for free, they tell you, I want to do this for you for free. You don't ask them and say, I'm sorry, I just don't have the money. <laughs> and then they see you buying other things for your business. How many, what's so the percentage of businesses and, you know, nonprofits that don't understand that? Because I feel like that's not a widely known rule among I think people. most of them. And I'm sorry to say that I think that um, in my experience with some nonprofits, some are super grateful for anything that you'll give them. And some will say, hey, I don't have a lot to pay you, but I can pay you this. And that's when I go, it's okay. It's on me. Like, I, I, I know what you're doing. I believe in, in who you're trying to help or what you're trying to do. And let me let me give this to your organization. It's like your honor. It's to do my this. gift. It's, yeah. I, you know, it's my pleasure. Exactly, <laughs> Chick Fil A. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think. I also think there are pro bonos who are so used to being given everything that it's expected. So if you even bring up, well, here's my price. They like back up and are like, down. oh, I wasn't expecting. Oh, we don't that. have money to pay you. Okay, then I'm not your designer. Yeah. If that's the kind of person you are, then that's not the kind of business relationship we're going to have, even how if I had feel, wanted to give it to them. How do you think that entitlement comes about? Oh, gosh. With, pro, with I mean, I think with nonprofits, I think it's just because... They're used to getting that they're handout. Getting, yeah, they are always fundraising. They're always given state money. Well, or, it's for a good cause. You know, it's for a good cause. And, oh, I'll, you know, but it's like, okay, but this is also my livelihood. And I should be the one to say if I am able to do this for you for free. Right. Because that is actually time that's taken away from a paying client. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so pro bono is, is a little tricky. And I would say if you're a designer out there, like, that's the line. If you want to do pro bono work for a nonprofit, you approach them. You approach them and say, "Hey, I would like to do this for you." Or even if you want work for your portfolio, you then approach someone else and say, "Hey, I don't really have any any designs in my portfolio right now and I'm trying to get paid clients. I would really like to work with you. Would you be willing to let me help you redesign your logo or do some promo for you for some posters or something so I can have some work for my portfolio. And then if they decide to pay you, awesome. If they do trade, trade is an, a really cool alternative if, you, if the person that wants to do you to do free work for them doesn't have the money, like actually have the money. But you get a free tattoo out of it. I've done, <laughs> I've done trade for tattoos, for haircuts, for I don't even know, like 
all kinds of stuff because mm-hmm. if it's something that's worth valuable their, to me right. and my work is valuable to them, hey, barter should be like a thing that comes back in this world. Like, I love bartering. We should barter more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, barter for design. I'm okay with that. Um, Get some good stuff that way. Stuff yeah. that you wouldn't necessarily have money to do because you didn't save up for it. Right. So the other thing that's, that's sketchy about spec work is um, there's no guarantee of payment even if it's promised. Mm. Like how can you trust how can you trust someone that's just like, hey, 500 designers, maybe I'll choose one of you and I will pay you. Yeah, that's so sad. Like, and then what do you do with all that work? Like, and you, how like did you just do you just have like a like a I don't know what's the like a layout just like already preset and you're like I'm gonna throw this oh, on there and see if it, a template that's the word oh, I'm yes. looking for. Um, that's the other thing that ends up happening is because um, because. There's no thought behind your well, logo you or anything. Yeah, that you're doing. and it's usually like a really short time frame. It's like I need these in like five days. It's it's usually like three or yeah. It's it's, it's not a long short. time. So your the quality is going to go down. I actually know. I know quite a few people who have used these kind of places, mm-hmm. and it doesn't. It's not the worst design in the world, but it's not unique to them. Right. I guarantee you. Someone else has your exact same logo with a different name slapped yeah, on it. Yeah, exactly. And if that's what you want, okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you want to settle for looking like potentially some other car dealer in another state or another, I don't even know. <laughs> There's so many Can things. someone get sued for that? Like, can you potentially sue someone if you, like, find another person with your design, but it's a different name? I don't know how that works. Is that possible? Yes. Um, creative. Because, um, like, you, you say. No, you have rights to your. It, it's, it's tough to prosecute. You have to be able to prove and have files and stuff and show that you were the original creator of the work. Ah. Um, and this happened, this is actually, I know somebody online, um, he, I don't even know his real name, his, his Twitter handle is Logomotives. <laughs> That's and, good, like, I like Locomotives. that. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's got this one thing, and I'll tag him in this and he can comment some more on it, but he's, he's got a logo that is um, the word cat, but it looks like a cat. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what he created it for, but it has been ripped off so many times. And so he, like, keeps an eye out for it, and he calls people out. It's like a, you have to do, like, a cease and desist to, like, stop using this. Like, people were printing it on shirts and stuff no. and, like, selling it. Um, so, yes, but there's also, if it looks so much like a template that it it possibly is a template, I mean. Then you have no case. There are templates for sale online. Like, you can go buy logo templates. Okay. And so, and if you don't alter it or do anything I mean, else with it, it is what it, it is. It's kind of hard to prove that you like made this thing. And so, mm-hmm. that's another reason, just sidebar everybody, that you should have a process and make your own dang stuff and not use Stop shortcutting it. Like, you are not a designer if you're just using a template. I'm sorry if I'm offending people. Actually, I'm not sorry. No. You're not a designer <laughs> if you're using templates. 
That's um, not. You know how to use a template. That's, I can do that. Yeah. I Michelle knows that. how to use a template in Word, everyone. She's not a oh, graphic designer. Oh, let me tell you, my Word skills were at a level 10 today. 10 yeah? being the highest. Between 1 and 10. 10 being the highest. What did you make? Oh, man. I made so many things. I can't it's, wait it's for, to see. You may never slash. see it. You may no, never I see it. I have to see it now. <laughs> you just, like, made yourself some, up there. Some I, columns. I got some colors. <laughs> I almost Word arted it. I was like, I'm going to throw some Word art on this. Yes. Like the, and I'm going to tilt it, and I'm going to add the shadow. People that use templates are no better than those who use word art. Oh, so, so there good. you go. Thank you. Yeah. Um, my last question for you. Are there any positives to spec work? Hmm. No. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely none. No. I mean, the only, like, if we want to try really hard to find some sort of benefit, um, if you're actually creating things, it's obviously just like, you're practicing your craft. Okay. But you're you're doing it like slave labor. Yeah. I mean, think about it. If if I'm like some of these logos are like 15, 20 bucks. Oh if if it takes me here you're we go with stealing. the math. You're stealing. Yeah. If it takes me 10 hours to d- even design like a super basic whatever. It's $2 an hour. That's, if you're paying $20. Yeah, that's n- how is that okay? That's not okay. That is slave labor. And it's it's just it's infuriating because people are like, oh, but well, I I I like I like what you do and stuff, but um, I I actually just went on Fiverr and they gave me a lot more options and I just felt like I had the freedom to really choose because I got so many different things, and it's like okay, then who are you? Right. If you can't communicate to the designer because you don't, it's just like here's the name of my business and here's what I do. Send me a logo. If you can't communicate who you are then your logo is not going to communicate who you are and you're just going to look like a hack yeah totally hack business with from a hack designer and not everybody's um whatever they give you the quality is the same and sometimes people are okay with that it's like yeah actually i'm really happy with this i'm like well more power to you that's so frustrating (laughs) that's so frustrating i use fiverr i use fiverr for one thing voiceovers um it's part of my job i do it but I will tell you right now, you just because they have five stars doesn't mean they're any good. Mm-hmm. And I have I'm running thin on my voiceovers that I can choose from Fiverr because for whatever reason these people have five stars, but their quality is so low. So they give me something that um, as if they're saying they're a professional like voiceover. It. <laughs> well, no, there's there's white noise. Oh gosh, um, there's crazy echoes. It's like, did you record this in your kitchen? Do you yeah. have soundproofing? And I'm not speaking like, like I'm not a professional voiceover, but these people who are claiming to be a professional voiceover, like, tell me you're not recording just in your bedroom with zero soundproofing. Oh, they, they probably are. They probably are and not on the best equipment or whatever, but it's it's rough. So I I can listen yeah, for that. And I can't, but I, can't I know really what I'm paying speak for. speak to voiceovers. I know. To voiceovers, like, and, you know, that being said, I only know the how it works for designers and for people looking for design on places like Fiverr mm-hmm. and and I know that like I know that's so what you're I don't speaking know. to maybe maybe it's not a good idea for voiceover people but maybe they are getting paid well oh, as they, voiceover people they are okay they are I mean the designers are not no no I've not seen that but far. thankfully I work with a bunch of people who are designers um I guess I can't say a bunch of people anymore we lost a few but um <laughs> I work with designers so we don't ever have to outsource for that if we don't need to. Yeah, so um, if you guys are interested in it, always you know that I'm uh, I'm 
I'm on the AIGA train or whatever, but um, if you if you visit their website, if you just search AIGA spec work, um, they have a really simple page that just kind of explains what it is, what their position is, which is a great position. <laughs> that's don't do it. But they have like some explanations and they provide a sample letter for designers and design firms to explain why spec work um, compromises the design profession. Why spec work doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you can modify the letter and like make it look like it's actually coming from your organization or from you as a freelancer. If someone says, hey, can you do this for free? And you can send them this letter saying, hey, here's here's why this doesn't work for me or for mm. us as, a, as an organization. So it's kind of a cool little resource. It's like backup. Yeah. Just to be just so you, backing you, know, you up. Yeah. So you don't just look like a jerk. Like, no, I don't want oh, to do that. I don't know. I'm too good for your but whatever organization. Here's the why. You always have to have yeah. a why. Here's your why as to why you're not going to do so this. So this whole this whole question of yours was the why. Like, what is spec work and and why, why not? Why not? So d- did you get your questions answered or was I just angry? <laughs> no, I, you answered my <laughs> questions, and it seems you gave me a lot more reasons as to why not. It's just it on the surface level, it seems obvious once you explain what spec work is. Like, oh yeah, you want to get paid for what you're doing. You're you're crafting your skill. You're not doing it for free or just because you don't want to get right. paid for it. So yeah. it makes um, sense. Unless you want to. Unless that's your choice. Yes. That's completely up to you. And it's not a bad thing if you do. But spec work is a different, it's not pro bono. Correct. Yeah. Understand. <sighs> I think I was actually a lot less fiery than maybe you or my <laughs> husband was expecting. <laughs> but I actually have something really fun real quick before okay. we go. Um, so... I don't know how many of you watch Mad Men. Did you watch Mad Men? No, I don't watch Mad Men. Okay, well, maybe you should. It's, um, <laughs> it's good. It's not because I don't want to. So it's it's an awesome show. All, everyone probably knows what Mad Men is, but um, our good friend Dominic did a caricature of um, John Hamm's character on there. I know who John Hamm is. Okay, <laughs> okay. So um, Don Draper is his character on Mad Men, and Dom, Dominic did a, a quote that he shared with me on... Uh, Facebook that I want to read because it's amazing. Uh, Don Draper says, we're going to sit at our desks and keep typing while the walls fall down around us because we're creative. The least important, most important thing there is. I love that. The walls. (laughs) I love it. I love that so much. Yeah. So it's, it's just the, it's the idea that we push here all the time. It's like the invisible force of the world that nobody realizes is there, but it's so important. Mm. And that's why we're here. And we want you guys to understand the importance of design, the importance of the designer and what they do and why they need to be paid. And if you're the designer, it's the importance of who you are and what you do. Yes. You are worth it. We're here for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brandy, where can people find us? Um... BrandyC.com. And? My email. Which is? Brandy at BrandyC.com. B-R-A-N-D-I-S-E-A. Uh, yeah, you did this. Instagram, no, Twitter. I back, I know. I know. I'm, I switched up on you. So you can ah! find us on Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, Facebook. 
Um, there is a YouTube with a few design tips on yeah. there. They will be there forever. They'll be there forever. After the apocalypse, they will still be there. That's it. Apocalypse and, or <laughs> the, your YouTube and cockroaches and Twinkies. <laughs> and Twinkies. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should put Twinkies on one of the episodes. Although I had a Twinkie and I forgot about it, looked in the pantry and it's like all shriveled up and gross. So maybe not Twinkies. Not the new ones. Maybe they changed up the formula. That's a bummer. We need those (laughs) preservatives. We would need those preservatives. So side note, if you guys have anything awesome to say about our podcast, please go on iTunes and say it to the world. Rate and review us and tell us whether or not you like us on iTunes. And we will read your comment right here on Design Speaks. Especially for the next episode. Like, for real, we want to read as many as possible on our one-year party episode. Yay! It's going to be a party next week, so don't forget to join us for that. Or if you're listening way later in time, just binge listen, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) You'll get to the party eventually. Yeah. uh, Quick shout-out to Vespertine. He is doing so many cool things. He's popping up all over my feet. So many cool photo shoots. I know. (laughs) He's like... Oh, man, he'd probably Summer be so tours. embarrassed. He'd be so embarrassed if he heard me say this. But he's like modern day Prince. He is so cool. He's so cool. <laughs> I think he'd be flattered. He would he be flattered. Um, but, you know, he's doing really cool things. And he's letting us use his song Shatter in the Night as the intro and outro to Design Speaks. So thanks for that. And, uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. Good night. Goodbye. Good day. I do. Fade in a grim mystique, but we go.